0: Welcome to Redefine Health. Being healthy has become overcomplicated, forcing us to live by someone else's labels and ideals. The aim of this podcast is to help you redefine what health means. Each week, we'll have stories from leading health experts offering us valuable insights in how we can improve all facets of our health. So stay tuned for this week's stories. So today's small little episode is just myself talking a little bit of what is self-confidence and the reason behind that is I've been noticing a lot, especially through social media, also dealing with clients, that self-confidence is often something that we see as elusive. We see it as something that is really hard to build or that it can't actually occur. So the point of this small one is just trying to kind of dive into just a little kind of bare bones of what self-confidence is. And then we can kind of tackle it as time goes on. So with that further ado, what is self-confidence? There are many different ways of looking at self-confidence. For most, it's an attitude about the skills and abilities. It often means we accept and trust ourselves. We have that kind of sense of control in our lives. We often know what our strengths are, as well as our weaknesses, but we also have a positive view. A little kind of, let me, Reiterate that it's that positive view, even though we do have weaknesses just like everyone But we also set realistic expectations and goals We can communicate them and we can handle any criticism and that's one key aspect when it comes to self-confidence is that a lot of our self-worth is placed in the likes of how we portray ourselves or how good we do at a sport, or how good we do at life. It doesn't matter where we place that self-worth, what we see is if anyone criticizes us, we end up noticing that we often become defensive. And this is where self-confidence comes in. It's in the sense that we can actually handle the criticism. And that's a key part of self-confidence. So when we look at self-confidence and how do we determine whether we have low self-confidence? Now we can take a couple of tests, you know, relatively simple, you know, giving you situations, how would you do you know, do an X? But the easy way to look at it is that low self-confidence often makes us feel like we doubt ourselves. We are often passive about what we want or we can look at it as a form of submission. We have difficulty trusting others. We also may feel inferior. We might feel unloved or even say sensitive to criticism, which we were talking about just prior. Feeling confident in yourself is obviously depending on the situation, but it's something that can improve as time goes on. So we'll see that you can feel very confident in some areas, but also lack it in others. For instance, you could be very confident in your sport. you could be very confident looking after the kids. You can also feel like you lack it in your own personal relationship. You could feel like you lack it at work. So just because you're confident in one area doesn't mean that you're going to be confident in all areas. And that's just another point to kind of think of. Now, having high or low confidence is rarely related to our actual abilities. And it's kind of hard to accept that. Having high confidence could mean we do better, but it also could mean we do worse. Having low confidence could mean we could do better. It also mean we could do worst, because it's mostly always based on your perceptions. And you think about it, your perceptions, the way you think about yourself, and these thoughts can be often flawed. So it's that negative emotional thought. It's the understanding that I am not my thoughts, and sometimes those thoughts are taking the worst things and we over catastrophize it. Hence why we often see problems. Now, low self-confidence often stems from different experiences, say unsupportive and critical environment when you're growing up, being separate from your friends or family, we can see it being judged too harshly. It can also come from being afraid of failure. But usually when we have that, it's often an error in the way we think. And it's because we overvalue failure in the sense that we look at it if we fail we're gonna have a problem so therefore i might as not well try and that is why if we keep following that recursive thought we actually lose more and more self-confidence and the way to look at it is confidence is all about managing your emotions everyone always looks at it and goes no how's that even possible but that's exactly what it is The difference based on two outcomes, three outcomes is how you perceive it. For instance, you can have a game. I'm just going back to thinking about when I used to play sports. If something went wrong in the game because you made a mistake, right? You have a few ways of looking at it. You can look at it from a growth perspective, which is, hey, look, I made a mistake. There's something that I can improve on. right? That is not going to damage your self-confidence now. The reason why is you're accepting that you made a mistake, but you're not saying that you are a mistake. You're giving yourself the ability to grow. Whereas if you take the position that I'm a mistake, therefore I'm shit at what I do, now you are hurting your self-confidence and putting yourself down. So that's something to kind of think of that. it's We're managing that feeling, that emotion that pops up that says, We are crap at what we do, whatever it may be, and actually looking at it, reframing what is actually occurring. So it leads us to a positive outcome. So what you notice that when it comes to that inner confidence, it comes down to not often well, often how we appraise events. So the way we see it, the perceptions we actually look at. So how do we define the event? right then it comes on to how we rewrite the event so the perception is often I want to grow and the rewrite is how do we take whatever happened and put a spin on it that allows us to grow from this now the key is it's not negating something going wrong you can have a terrible thing happen in your life it can you can let it knock your confidence or you can actually see it for what it is bad things happen and that is perfectly okay What could you set yourself up for the future? How could you help someone else because you've gone through this? And that is how we do an optimistic rewrite. The next step is then labeling emotions, actually learning to recognize what emotion you are feeling when you are in that position of feeling down or feeling low in confidence. The ability for us to regulate emotions comes down to that labeling and acceptance. So it's like I am angry. I am feeling angry and this won't last. And that's how we do a labeling of emotions that kind of brings us into rehearsing our success, which is in order to boost your confidence, you need to be able to see a future where you are more confident. Take the steps, rehearse the steps that get you to that position. And that's something that can take a while. Now, there are different ways of obviously increasing it, Now we can do it the quick and easy ways, which is usually, say, recognizing and emphasizing your strengths. You can reward yourself, praise yourself for the progress you make. That will add a little bit of confidence. We can also go right when we stumble, treat yourself with kindness and compassion. So you can see how these are fitting into certain aspects we're talking about. But then we can also bring in the goals aspect. Not looking for perfection because perfection is impossible. And it can never be achieved. We can also then go down the aspect of slowing down, which then brings us back to labeling the emotions, feeling those intense emotions in the in the moment, or setting a time later to deal with those emotions. It doesn't seem right. It seems like we should just berate ourselves, but that doesn't help us have confidence. It often lowers it. Then it's also we need to challenge our assumptions those assumptions are more about how we look at ourselves, some long held beliefs that we've had about not only people, but also situations and things that have happened in our life. Just because we once saw it that way doesn't mean that's how it effectively is. And then we also need to take a look at past and negative life experiences because our past might inform our future. But it doesn't dictate your future. And this is the biggest key. Everyone likes to look for the past for keys. And it there helps explain things. It helps open up things. But it's not dictating the future. Your present is. So if you're living in the past or forever living in the future, you are going to have issues. And then another aspect of increasing self-confidence comes down to expressing our feelings, expressing those beliefs, and actually being respectful, but also expressing those needs directly to people, you know, we often feel misunderstood because we don't actually tell people about that. So we see our confidence in, say, a relationship goes down because we haven't spent the time to express our confidence or express the needs. So we see that every time we don't do that, we end up lowering our confidence in the long run, and then we wonder why the relationship's struggling and why we don't feel confident in that. And then the last kind of quick and easy way of increasing self-confidence is just learning to say no, no to unreasonable requests, things that you cannot do, things that you know that are just going to push you out of your wheelhouse that is going to knock you and just set you up for failure. When we step away from that people-pleasing, we get into a position where we can make change in life, and that's the key construct here. Now, I know this was a very short intro to self-confidence, but it's giving you the little bare bones on how we can start improving self-confidence. As time goes on, we will do this a little bit longer and kind of piece together the parts of confidence, the likes of appraisal events, optimistic rewrites, talking a little bit more about labeling emotions and rehearsing events. And then when we put them all together, we'll notice that confidence becomes something that we can easily train because it's effectively a skill thank you for listening to today's short bites i hope you enjoyed the little introduction to self-confidence if you do like these short little bites please don't forget to share this on social media it makes a big difference in the long run and it also gives me a better idea of what i can do to help everyone else one thing i would definitely say is that there is a workbook being created on self-confidence to help those that are in need or feel that they could just look at different methods that is based on science on how to improve self-confidence so stay tuned for that other than that enjoy the rest of your week and we shall be chatting to you soon